Pasuk starts, Atem Nitzavim Hayoyim Kulchem. You are all standing today, all of you, Lifnei Hashem Aleikeichem, in front of Hashem, your God. And then it lists categories of Kal Yisrael Reishechem, the head, Shefteichem, the tribe, Zeknechem, the elders, Shaitrechem, the marshals or, or uh, police officers, so to speak, Kolish Yisrael, and then it goes on, and then it says, to your woodcutters and water carriers. And Nitzavim means unchanging, rigid, erect, like a matseva. You're standing in front of Hashem, stationary, strong. Now, it doesn't mean stationary per se, like you're in one matzev, because a person is constantly growing. He's a mahalich. He needs to grow and, 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 and get better all the time. So Rav David Feinstein, Masber, that the word needs of him here is going on the kulchem lifnei Hashem, that you're all erect and standing, all of you, in front of Hashem. In other words, even though it mentions right after that various levels in Klal Yisrael, but nevertheless, in this sense, that each one of these levels, each person, no matter who they are, serves Hashem according to his abilities. And each Yid, the way he is, is standing, Kulchem, all of you together in front of Hashem. In that sense, not one is nearer than the other. Sai the manig, sai the child, all and everything in between. All of them are equal in that standpoint. That they all are equal in the fact that they need to serve and have the ability to serve Hashem. To bring out their kaychais from potentiality to actuality. And um, then it says later, It's not wondrous from you. It's not far away. And then it says, this is very, very close to you. Beficha in your mouth with your speech, Bilvavcha in your heart, Lasai say to do. And very, very often you have people that constantly are fighting with the Yetzirah and they fall into drinking or gambling or sexual addictions and um, or alcohol, like we said, and so on. And they try, they want to fix themselves, but they're always afraid of failure. They, they're afraid to start because I'm afraid I, I'm not, I won't be able to quit. So they give up completely before even trying. And that's an issue with tshuva as well for many people. They're, they're, they're afraid in a way. They feel it's such a big mountain. I did so many things wrong. There's so many uh, 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 obstacles I have to jump over that they give up even before they start. They feel they don't have the emotional strength and the power of the spirit within them to overcome those challenges. But in reality, what Hashem is saying over here, by saying, and again, to point to some of most Mepharshim, many Mepharshim, it's going on tshuva, means that each person, no matter how weak they feel, and no matter how weak they feel they are against the Sahara that they failed so many times, nevertheless, Karev Hadover Ma'id, 
it's very you're very you you are uh, it's very close to you and you could become very close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And um, this is telling you by the fact that it says Loi Neflesi, it's not wondrous, it's not far from you, it's very close to you, is teaching you this Yesaid, that great heights in Taira, in Avaida, in Gemilas Chasodim, is not just possible for the holy amongst the Bnei Yisrael, not just for the Manhigim, not just for the G'day Hadar. It's within the reach of every average person as well, or even people who believe that they are below average or limited ability people. Whatever they think about themselves, whether true or not true, makes no difference. And you can't say what's the use in trying. I can't complete the Tatarimitis anyway. I don't have the capacity. But very often, it's a lot more simpler than you think. And... Um, that's what it is. It, 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 it's very doable. It's like when you have a large mar- mountain and you say, how in the world am I going to get up there and get to the top of the mountain? All you do, one step at a time, you start climbing. As you're climbing, you see it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And you, you, uh, you, wait, you go up uh, a half hour, you're at a higher plane, you look down, and you made progress. Yes, there's a big mountain to go up still, but you made progress. It's not as hard. And even though you read dice, the lapses or the stumbling that people fall a little bit, tumble down the mountain a little bit, and then, you know, get back up, which happens a lot, especially people who fight addictions will have lapses from time to time. And people who are striving upwards will struggle from time to time. You pick yourself up, you forge ahead, and that applies with chuvet as well. Whether it's mitzvahs in general, whether it's tshuva in particular, or if it's for any life achievement, it's karev eilecha hadavar ma'id. It is very close to you. And then, later in the parsha, it says, V'shafta ad Hashem you will return to Hashem your God. V'shamata b'koyloi, and you will hear His voice, K'choyla she'anoichi mitzavcha hayoyim, as I commanded you today. And the Baal Shem Tev is explaining that when it says "Veshamata bekoila," you will hear His voice. It's literal. You will hear Hashem's voice telling you to return. That is the baskoil from Hashem that enters the hearts of Klal Yisrael to be ma'ir them to tshuva. The Baal Shem Tev says every yid has that baskoil. When we have that hisayris tshuva in our hearts, that's our baskoil talking to us, telling us to get better. And this is Iris that Hashem gives us in our hearts is a tremendous chesed from Hashem. We may not feel it because our souls are, 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 are covered by our physicality, but our souls do hear it. The, our souls within us feel it and, and sense this baskoil and feel this baskoil. And this, the soul yearns to come close to Hashem. And if a person learns how to be still and to listen and to connect with his own soul, he will hear this baskel more and more, louder and clearer. And that's another important aside from this week's parsha. Another thing that I saw in Tavl and the Torah, I forgot in which context exactly how he ties it into our parsha, but he says a true manig recognizes diamonds in the rough. That, uh, you know, that uh, externally it may have be blemished, may be covered with dirt, whatever it is. 
But uh, a true manic is able to see that jewel, that diamond, that each person is, and to bring out their potential. And they know how to bring out their potential. So again, going back to, to the beginning of the parsha, Atem Nitzavim, Hayoim Kolchem, you are all standing today. Hayoim, some of Hashem say it's going on Rosh Hashanah. Kulchem lefnei Hashem alkechem, all of you together, and then in 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 separate, um, you know, all, all the other categories. But they're all lefnei Hashem alkecha, like Rav David Feinstein said. And Nitzavim um, means you're standing strong, standing erect as you're growing, but you're firm in your determination. You're firm in your knowledge that how close to Hashem you are. And I'm just going to be Messiah here with uh, a vert Rav Pam Zechat Tzadik Levracha. He used to talk in the Elozman before Yomim Neiroim. And he talked about various things, about Shuva. And, um, and he talked a lot, a lot about to be Zechat Ledin. Even though we feel we're not roy and we can die, we're not die, is to try your best to hold on to that mida of being maver al midaisav, to go beyond the letter of the law, to be mavater, to not, uh, you know, even though al pidin you may be, um, you may be uh, right about something, but you overlook it for the sake of peace, for the sake of anova, to humble yourself. And that is a tremendous chos that he brought, of course, all the chazal, many of the chazals that discuss the maila of being maver al midaisav, and um, and that's um, an, a, a big side that he used to talk about. Another eitz I heard it may have not been from Rapam directly. I don't remember. I may have heard it from other gedolei Yisrael as, as well, but I definitely heard it. Many, many are madgish this point. Um, because very often uh, you have different extremes. Unfortunately, some don't uh, consider Elul, uh, they don't. They take it quite lightly, especially the beginning of the El, Elul very often. is in the summer's man. You know, it's still summer, and then maybe the last week or two, it's a little more serious, but even then, not really that much so. And then you have the other extreme where people are like shaking in their boots and they're extremely uh, intense, and that's a positive thing, but ultimately it's also a negative thing because when it hits Rosh Hashanah, they're pretty much all burned out by then. And then when it hits Simchas Taira, it's like the bubble bursts already where they were so constrained by whatever Kabbalists they did or whatever they were careful all through the Yom and Neiroim and as much as possible into Sukkot, Hashanah Rabbah they hear is a big day of Slicha Mechila. So when it hits Simchas Taira already, they're already, you know, uh, quote-unquote, burnt out. And now it's sort of back to business again, uh, you know. So they have a great Elul. And then uh, it's it's downhill after that. And there's no real change from year to year. And um, Rabbanim talked about it often. A lot of people talk about it. And one of the ways to counteract this is to work, pick on something that's a tangible positive change that is doable. That is doable. If you promise, for example, every day I'm going to learn an uh, uh, extra hour, let's say you're a balabas, whatever I learned last year, I'm going to add an hour to every single day of the upcoming year, that may be too much realistically for him to do. But if he says I'm going to add a five-minute seder during the day, 
or when I eat my breakfast, you know, I don't have to leave till X amount of time. I do have the time, but instead of, let's say, reading a newspaper, doing whatever, I'm going to open up a safer and just learn for just five minutes. That's doable. And that doable thing could sustain yourself. And that's really the key. The key of these things is, is that you take on positive things, even if they're small, but it's something that you know you will do on a Yuteshvat that you will do on a Chaf Gimel Tevis, that you will do on a on a Chav um, Other and a, 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 a Yud Tes Ear and a and a Chav Sivin and a Tes Zion Tamas and a and a Chaf Aleph of what I'm trying to say is regular days of the year that may not be a Yuntiv or you know whatever it is, and you do it then. That's really the sustainability of what Elul is all about. It's not just about things that you're doing then, but it's things that you could do that will be mamshich for the rest of the year. And that's a big eitzatayva for people who know they make Kabbalists and then uh, it falls apart, it fizzes out, to pick upon something that really is doable and be mamshich through the course of the year. And you really see positive changes in your neshama and in your practical behavior as well. Have a wonderful Shabbos and a ksiva v'chasimah toiva to all of Klal Yisrael, b'chol makayim wherever they are.